The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Help! I need somebody. Help! Not just anybody. Help! You know I need someone. Welcome to Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley. Family caregivers don't have to be alone in their experiences. You will hear from experts and other caregivers facing the same issues that you may be facing. Now, here is your host, Dr. Gordon Atherley. Welcome to Episode 320 of Family Caregivers Unite. This is Dr. Gordon Atherley, your host. I'm a physician retired from medical practice. Our topic today is holistic health for a healthy mouth and body. Now, in June 2014, which is where we are now, there's more and more discussion about the need for affordable dental care for adults and seniors who have painful, rotting teeth, gum disorders and mouth health problems, but who don't have access to dental health care plans. There's more and more concern, too, about access to preventive and treatment-based dental care for children and youth with oral health problems. And there's more and more recognition that the health of the mouth is fundamental to the health of the rest of the body. That's because some diseases that affect the health of the body begin in the mouth. That's also because the mouth may be the place that, the very first place, in fact, where the signs and symptoms are first recognized of some very serious diseases. Examples are those diseases that affect the immune system. And it's also the case that Diseases of the gums can have serious consequences for an organ as important as the heart. Now, to complicate things, there are continuing controversies about fluoridation and the substances, amalgams, that dentists use as fillings for holes in teeth after cavities have been cleaned up with a dental drill. All of which is why our topic Holistic health for a healthy mouth and body is so important. To discuss it, our guest is Max Haroon. Max is a social entrepreneur, an author, and a retired information technology and e-marketing specialist. He's always been interested in holistic health and alternative medicine. He's organized and hosted many educational seminars and workshops. He's authored seven books in the Life Learning series, including Seven Steps to Dental Health. He's the founder of the Life Transformation Institute, the Inspirational Book Club, and the Society of Internet Internet Professionals. His work has spanned many countries, and he evangelizes by leveraging the Internet and speaking at conferences and symposiums. And he lives in Toronto, Canada. So welcome to the show, Max. 
Thank you very much, Gordon. What an excellent introduction, and thank you for hosting me. You're very welcome. Now, first question for you. Please tell us a bit more about your career and any experience you have, your own experience or otherwise, of family caregiving. Max? Well, um, throughout my active life, if I look back, uh, I have been an entrepreneur. And the current phase of my life, as you mentioned, I'm a social entrepreneur. But I've always been interested in holistic health and alternative medicine. As you said, my career has been predominantly in information technology, and I've played various roles with computer vendors, manufacturing companies, software houses, and so on and so forth. And like you said, I've traveled in many parts of the world as well. But since 1994, I have been working in the area of the Internet. Now, let's talk about my career as a social entrepreneur. Um, I established three organizations. Uh, one of them is Society of Internet Professionals. The other one was Inspirational Book Club to further my love of inspirational books. And the last one is the Life Transformation Institute, which is also a publisher of this book. It's a group to provide education in the area of mind, body, and soul. And uh, as you said, I've authored seven books, but we are interested in my latest book, which is Seven Step Dental Health. Um, as far as caregiving is concerned, the most, like most, I've been a caregiver to my family and friends. So uh, I've been always interested uh, in the subject. But haven't dwelled into it much. Perfectly fair. That's perfectly fair. Now, I want you to tell us about your book, Seven Steps to Dental Health, subtitled A Holistic Guide to a Healthy Mouth and Body. Please tell us about that book, Max. Oh, I'll be I'll be delighted to see. Um, um, the book uh, is really a prevention program to save on expensive dental cost. As you know, you know, dental cost is pretty expensive, uh, both in United States as well as in Canada. So the, this prevention program will give you, will will do that, and also will 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 you, you can live a healthy life. Um, the book is an interesting one because, uh, as 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 uh, you may know, you see that I'm not really a dentist, and how who authorized me to write the book? So, book is actually the result of three years of my research and collaboration among seven health practitioners, and they were a biologic dentist, Dr. Oksana Savic, who is the co-author of the book, an herbalist called Klaus Furlo, who is also the co-author. I also engage a doctor and an MD, another dentist, an orthodontist, and a nutritionist so that uh, all the material and the research I've done was weighted by them, and, and, and they, they provide excellent contribution as well. The book has seven chapters, uh, each focusing on different parts of holistic dental health. So the first one, which is very dear to me, uh, which is uh, connection of dental health to the whole body. Then I talk about dental care tools and oral hygiene steps. The third one, which really needs its own significant chapter, is about tooth care products, that how much toxicity we have in the dental health care products we use every day. The fourth one is about the tooth condition and their 
remedies, which may also be home remedies too. I also feel important to have something about the nutrition. So I've included a chapter on the principles of nutrition, and I designed a unique method of categorizing food according to various traditions in that chapter. And the sixth is um, assessment of your dental health, including oral health, which a dentist and a hygienist are supposed to do, but sometimes they ignore it. So there's a chapter how you can do your own assessment and also something about holistic dentistry itself, that, um, why we need it, and, uh, and, and of course, uh, the big thing is amalgam feeling, as you mentioned, is a controversial figure with conventional dentistry. So there's a chapter about how to detoxify yourself from amalgam feeling you have, and if you have, what are the protocols to remove these feelings? Right. Now, I'm, I'm just going to stop you there, Max. Hmm? Max, I'm just going to stop you there because I want you to go into the third question because we're beginning to get a little bit short on time. So sure. I want you to tell us why you wrote this book. Why did you do it, Max? Well, um, writing a book is really attributed my, to my personal dental story, which began about 50 years ago in England. When I went to a dentist um, over there, and he said to me on the first visit, you have an excellent set of teeth. There are no fillings. There are no cavities. I was so happy. These comments allowed me to continue with doing whatever I was doing, which is, you know, eating my newly found Cadbury chocolate bars, sodas, and pies and tarts. And I, I continue brushing my teeth the way I used to do, you see. And I thought it was right, you see, and no one told me otherwise. On the next visit, I had a minor feeling, and this continued on with my regular visit to the dentist. I had more feelings. Unfortunately, no preventive education or procedure was offered to me back then. So when I left England 20 years later, about a quarter of my teeth had silver fillings. So as you can imagine, I was not happy with my oral health and general health. I wanted to do something about it. Being trained as a system analyst in the IT field, I set out to analyze how come my pristine set of teeth turn into so many mercury feelings. So I'll give you some of my findings, which is the basis of writing the book. I was not, I was not cleaning my teeth 100%. I was, not, I was using toxic products. I was, I was not having a healthy diet, and I was going to, not going to the right dentist and, and to, have, to have prevention education. So using these findings, I started doing research and created my own dental hygiene programs and protocols. So I wanted to share this knowledge I gained from GAIN and, uh, and share this knowledge with the world in order to formalize and bring credibility for my search and finding. I put together the seven health practitioners I mentioned to you, and this is how the book was born. And it seems to me, just, just to summarize back to you, that your timing is very good because, as I said in the introduction, June 2014, we're getting a lot of discussion 
about the very things you've been talking about and including the question of cost. And so um, what you're doing is offering another method, another way of approaching oral health, oral health care and self-care of the mouth. And um, that then is profoundly interesting to people who are concerned in any way about oral health and oral health care. So on that point, I'm going to do what we have to do, and that is to take the break because it's that time. And I always like to say to people, this is where we have to pay the rent. So we'll do that now. This is Dr. Gordon Asley, and my guest is Max Haroon. You're listening to Family Caregivers Unite on the Voice America Variety and Empowerment Channels and CJMP 90.1 FM Community Radio. Please stay with us. We will be back. What would you do if you knew that you could not fail? The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile is a radio forum for some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Dr. Pat brings together and introduces visionary scientists and futurists, environmentalists, educators, business leaders, inventors, filmmakers, authors, artists, mystics, and healers who inspire and support individual and collective growth and positive cultural shifts. This award-winning radio show empowers the listening community to be the change they want to see in the world. Tune in every Thursday Stay at 8 a.m. Pacific for the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile, radio to thrive by. Adoption changes a family forever for the adopters as well as the adoptees. There are many adjustments that need to be made from lifestyle to financial and the personal rewards are unlimited. Listen every week for Your Adoption Coach with Kelly Ellison. We will examine in detail such topics as international and domestic adoption. We will talk with adoption professionals and hear stories about real families adopting. If you've been thinking about adoption or recently began the process, you'll want to tune in to be inspired every Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Each week, Jimmy Gould brings you the stories and the people that you want to hear about. Tune in to Our Current Life to hear about the journey to success, how our guests became the people they are today, and the highs and lows they experienced along the way. Each hour will leave you inspired and entertained as Jimmy gets up close and personal with every week's guest and shares ideas you can identify with and apply to your own life. A Current Life with Jimmy Gould airs Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You are listening to Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley. If you have any questions or comments about our program, please address them by email to docg at familycaregiversunite.org. Now, back to to Family Caregivers Unite. Welcome back to our listeners to Family Caregivers Unite and Max Haroon. Our topic is holistic health for a healthy mouth and body. Max, now let's talk about holistic health and your interest in it. So first off, Max, what is holistic health and what are its key principles? Max? It's interesting. It's an interesting idea. Uh, holistic principle. Uh, okay, um, let me just give you a few key, key things about the holistic. First of all, let's talk about the holistic principle. The holistic principle. The holistic principle is a prevention, so that you eliminate 
all before it causes the disease and recurrence of the disease. So that's the principle behind it. And this type of healing, the holistic healing, is an everlasting rather than a bane aid treatment of symptoms which a conventional dentist do or conventional practitioner do. Um, a holistic practitioner will promote health, prevent illness, and manage disease processes. The aim of holistic principle is optimum health. And in holistic health, the patient is an active partner with the practitioner and engages in education to do so. The result is a state of being fully alive, a condition of well-being, and transcending the absence of disease. I have outlined seven principles of holistic health in my upcoming book. It's called Reboot Your Life, and I'll, I'll give you some of the highlights of that. The number one is uh, principle is integration of alternative treatment. Uh, people have a, have a myth, you see, that uh, treatment doesn't uh, integrate uh, conventional therapy, but that's not so. See, a holistic um, practitioner will uh, do welcome integrating a, a conventional therapy, and vice versa, the aspect a good conventional therapist, whether a conventional doctor or a dentist, should really integrate alternative therapies as well as need be. The second principle is that the holistic practitioner treat the patient as a whole. Illness is viewed as a manifestation of a dysfunction of the whole person, not as an isolated uh, event. The holistic approach analyze, you know, um, all the facets of a person, see, which I'll just tell you very quickly, um, that when we talk about a person as a whole, we're talking about the physical, nutritional aspect, environmental aspect, emotional aspect, mental aspect, spiritual aspect, and the lifestyle elements. Now, as I mentioned earlier, see, uh, in the principle, that uh, third principle is education and participation. The holistic medicine focuses upon patient education and participation in the healing process. It's, it's, it's a patient-centered approach, actually. Uh, a major determinant of healing outcome is the quality of the relationship established between uh, the physician, the conventional physician, uh, the, holistic, the, the practitioner, and the patient. And another principle behind holistic healing, which is a unique thing uh, because conventional therapists do not believe in that, is the removing of the toxicity. Because uh, a holistic practitioner believes see, that you get toxins from your food, from your air, from your body, even, even from your relationship and the environment. And addictions such as smoking, you know, they're all toxic. So the principle says that you start eliminating these poisons in your body um, and substitute, substitute them with some healthy choices. And the fifth one is, um, uh, is, is nutrition. Um, social engagement is also very important. Uh, lastly, but not least, is the prevention. 
Prevention is preferable to treatment and is usually more cost-effective, as you know. The most cost-effective approach evokes the patient's own innate healing capabilities. Uh, integrative holistic practitioners promote health, prevent illness, and manage diseases. Um, integrative holistic med uh, medical treatment balances relief of symptoms with, uh, I would say, mitigation of the causes of the disease. So right. I hope that was uh, clear enough to indicate, you see, what are, how does it differ from a conventional yes. therapist? Very clear. Now, I, in the previous segment, you took, talked about your interest in um, the holistic approach to mouth health. Now, I want you to tell us about your interest in holistic health generally. That is, all the things you've been talking about, the way of life, in effect, um, the way in which you relate to everything you do. So please tell us about that interest of yours in holistic health generally and how that began. Max? Well, um, like I said, you see earlier, see, I've always been interested in in taking care of myself, um, um, and 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 you know the the dental health journey of mine was really a wake up call for me. So I said to myself, if the dental health has not helped me, then similarly. Allopathic, which is the conventional med medicine, and pharmaceutical sectors, well, they're going to, going to help me, and can I rely upon them? So, um, so this is how I got interested in holistic health. Um, we um, then I wanted to, uh, and Susan, I, I'm an IT person. I really wanted to explore um, my areas of mind, body, and soul. Since I never looked after myself, I, I never, as you know, the technical people never care about um, the other esoteric stuff in their life. So being a, a social entrepreneur and a collaborative person, I said to myself, well, if I'm going on a journey to study mind, body, and soul, why don't I take other people along with me on the journey? So I founded a group, uh, and I call that Life Transformation Institute, uh, so that we can all, I can go on the journey, and we can all go on this journey. Now, this journey is based on three principles in which I, I would like all my audience to really explore that. The first one is... Um, Everyone thinks of changing the world, but no one thinks of changing himself. Remember Leo Tolstoy? He said that a while ago. <laughs> and then the second principle that, you know, we spend our lifetime taking care of others. And in the process, we neglect to look after ourselves. And third one is the purpose of life. You know, people think the purpose of life is to be happy. I think it is to be to matter to be productive, to be useful, and to have it make some differences that you have lived at all. And that was Leo Austin, by the way. So I formed the Life Transformation Institute um, 
to go on my journey. This uh, organization based in Toronto, which is a collaborative group of kindred spirits that empowers life by sharing our cumulative knowledge and wisdom. And like I said, uh, our focus is mind, body, and soul, and raising awareness, which I do, which we do through events, resource-intensive website we have, and publications. Right. So this is a nutshell. See that um, how I got interested in holistic health, and um, I plan to spend the rest of my life doing that. <laughs> Very good. Now I want to take you back just quickly to the question of holistic approaches to uh, dental health or mouth health, and I want you to tell us how, in very broad terms, holistic um, mouth health care differs from conventional dentistry. How, do, how, are the, how are the two different? Max? Well, okay. Um, well, if you remember a while ago, we just talked about um, principles of holistic uh, health or holistic healing. Um, they're the same principle, but there are some differences too, because see, we're dealing with a different beast here altogether and different requirements. Um, holistic dentistry is a term used for dentists who undertake a more natural form of dentistry. So dentistry that recognizes that dental procedures do affect the entire body. So not only that, but uh, any dental disease you have also affects the entire body. This is a, a domain where um, dentists never acknowledge that, but recently they started acknowledging it. And so does the material. You know, they, 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 they put any material they like in, in your restoration of your teeth, and, um, and they don't give a damn about um, the biocompatibility of that material they put in your mouth. Um, so the standard dentist does not realize the extent of that effect because of his or her beliefs are based on what was taught in the dental school and what is still continued to be taught under the concept of standard care, standard of care. So let me tell you a few, few specific differences between a, a holistic dentist and, uh, and, and a conventional dentist. Number one is that uh, holistic dentists believe um, that uh, dental health is connected to the whole body. Right. Um, there is an institute in USA called Hippocrates Institute uh, in Florida, and they work with uh, terminal patients, uh, um, giving them holistic healing. And what they found out, that uh, patients from multiple sclerosis or breast cancer or various hormone-sensitive tumors, upon the removal of their mercury-based amalgam feeling, they reversed their disease. It was very significant, see, um, the work they do. Let me give you another study at, at Harvard yeah. University. Okay, uh, Max, I'm going to stop you there because we're sure, going right. to run out of time on this segment. Okay. But uh, you'll have an opportunity to come back to these things because they're very, okay. very important. But I just want to say very quickly to you that this question that you're ans asking and answering um, is really strengthening the point that dentists and dentistry need to take more 
interest in and be more supportive and more cooperative with holistic approaches to oral health, dental health, and mouth health. That's what I'm getting from you. Yeah, precisely. Now, now I am going to take the break now because it's that time. So this is Dr. Gordon Atherley, and my guest is Max Haroon. You're listening to... Family Caregivers Unite on the Voice America Variety and Empowerment Channels and CJMP 90.1 FM Community Radio. Please stay with us. We will be back. Museums are great places to work and wonderful places to visit. But are they essential? How can we improve our museum practice so that museums remain vital and essential players in society? Listen for Museum Life with host Carol Bossert, where each week we'll discuss timely and topical issues of concern to the museum community. Museum Life can be heard live every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Want to help make our world a better place, but not sure where to start? Tune into Better Worldians Radio with the creators of the social game on Facebook called A Better World. Join hosts Ray, Mary Sue, and Gregory Hansel, who will inspire you to make a big difference in small ways. They'll speak to experts, authors, volunteers, and everyday people who are changing the world daily. Better Worldians Radio is heard live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Variety. You are listening to Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley. If you have any questions or comments about our program, please address them by email to docg at familycaregiversunite.org. Now, back to Family Caregivers Unite. Welcome back to our listeners to Family Caregivers Unite and Max Haroon. Our topic is holistic health for a healthy mouth and body. So let's talk about the holistic approach to mouth and dental health. Um, Please, Max, highlight for us the processes and causes of tooth decay and gum disease. Max? Okay. uh, Let's see if I can do that in a few minutes. Uh, Let's let's, let's make it an interesting one. Let's let's treat it as if it's like a story. um, just like a drama has a players, uh, this story of tooth decay and gum disease has the following players. So let me tell you what the players are first before I tell you the process. Uh, the first one, of course, is the susceptible tooth. Um, 
And a quick primer on the, on, on the tooth structure. You know, a tooth has an enamel, a dentin, and a pulp, which is the innermost part of the tooth. The second player is the gum, the gum, issue, gum tissue itself. The third player is bacteria, which feed on sugar and product uh, and produces acid. And there are trillions of them living in your mouth. A fourth one is a saliva in your, in, in your mouth, which is an alkaline uh, thing which keeps the acidity low. And the fifth one uh, is, of course, the food, the fermentable carbs, you know, the carbohydrates and sugary food. Uh, and also the food debris, the leftover food which is left in your mouth. And the sixth one are dead cells. Uh, you know, there's a continuous process. Uh, the bacteria uh, also dies from natural turnover of cells. And the last player is, of course, the plaque, the sticky, acidic substance, you know, which we, which we want to avoid and, and we want to talk about that how do we get the plaque. So let's start the process on the flow. When we eat, the bacteria in our mouth converts, uh, uh, converts sugary food uh, into acids, you know, sugary food, which is our easily absorbable carbohydrates. And then this acid dissolves the mineral of the enamel, which is the top layer of your teeth. The surface of the enamel becomes porous. I'm just exaggerating here a bit. Uh, like tiny holes will appear after a while. This acid uh, will, uh, will, will cause uh, the enamel to decalcify and over a period of time, it may reach the inner layer, which is the dentin, and it can mushroom into a cavity. Now, this live and dead bacteria, which, um, uh, which we have in our mouth, they turn into a sticky substance called plaque that sticks to our teeth, mostly in the back molars. And uh, if you do not brush your to remove this plaque, it will calcify in roughly 48 hours. It will harden in almost 12 days to form calculus or tartar. The repeated buildup of the tartar will inflame the gums. If inflamed gums are not treated over a long period of time, it will develop into a gum disease called gingivitis, which is the first stage of a periodontal disease. And just remember, the tooth decay doesn't, have, doesn't show any symptom until it is far advanced. And tooth ultimately develops sensitivity, sensitivity and then you get a toothache, and the pulp, the internal part of the structure is destroyed. When it does happen, you lose your tooth. Right. So in a nutshell, um, these are the players and this is the process how you get um, a cavity and then how you lose your tooth eventually. Very clear. Thank you. Now, I want you to explain to us the dental care tools that you have devised for a holistic approach to mouth and dental health. Please talk to us about those tools. Matt? Okay. Um, well, it might, I might surprise you that my dental health kit has about 15 tools. Uh, they seem a lot, 
But if you are serious about your dental health, you have to have all the tools. Now, we don't have enough time to go through all the tools, but let me tell you about seven basic tools. I call it a basic uh, dental health care kit. First one is, of course, the toothbrush. Um, uh, not only the manual toothbrush, but also um, you, you should have an electric toothbrush as well. Um, most of the manual toothbrushes, you know, um, um, you can buy them soft, medium, hard, and usually the soft one is recommended. And also to let you know, the toothbrushes come in a variety of shapes and sizes to do, to do a variety of functions. The second tool I have in my kit is called interdental brush. Sometimes it is also called proxy brush. They're designed to clean it between the teeth. They come in various sizes and shapes as well. The third one is the toothpaste, of course. But uh, just want to give you a, a little bit of comment here. Most commercial toothpaste contain toxic ingredients such as SLS, which is sodium lauryl sulfate, chloride, which, as you said in the beginning, is a controversial, uh, but nevertheless, nevertheless, holistic uh, dentists do consider is a toxic. Sodium lauryl sulfate is another one, sodium saccharine, uh, propylene glycol, and even the toothpaste contain artificial colors and flavors. Uh, this topic is so important that uh, I've given really one chapter dealing with, with the toxic elements uh, in, uh, in tooth care products. Fourth one is the dental floss. Um, it's a, it's a thread, cotton or nylon. It, it is used to remove food and dental plaque uh, in between the teeth. Uh, it can be waxed. It can be unwaxed. Uh, and the fifth tool is a rubber tip. Um, despite all the claims, you know, the toothbrush people, the toothbrush vendors say about their brushes, including electric, you cannot remove all the plaques from your teeth with a toothbrush, period. If you clean regularly with the rubber tape at least twice a day, which is like a scalar, you know, you must have seen those scalars. Uh, a dental hygienist uses to clean your teeth. You see, well, I do not recommend you use that because you are not trained to use it and you may damage your teeth. But use a rubber tape instead to prevent buildup of plaques. The sixth one is a tongue scraper. It is used to clean off the bacteria built up and all the food debris you might accumulate, fungi and dead cells from the surface of your tongue. Uh, bad breath is often the cause of this bacteria at the back of your tongue. Um, <clears throat> you don't have to go with a fancy scraper. You can even use a small uh, stainless steel teaspoon for that. And the last one is... Uh, Essential oil. Now, any essential oil can do the job. If there are multi-purpose essential oils, you can use it as a mouthwash by diluting in the water, or even as a freshener, or even as a remedy for any tooth issue you have. Essential oils are pure essence of the plants and can provide both psychological and physical benefits when used properly. 
Um, your oral hygiene uh, could be vastly improved by adding proven and potent antiseptic that are safe and natural and kill bacteria like fungus and so on and so forth. So these are my seven essential tools for my kit. Excellent. Now, I would like to ask you the same question, but this time, please, would you explain to us the dental care processes that you have devised for the holistic approach to mouth and dental health? The processes. Max? Okay. Well, everything in my life is seven. So my process consists of seven steps, too, which actually is actually the name behind the title of the book. Uh, the first one is rinsing. You rinse your mouth, um, swish for 15 to 30 seconds, uh, switch it out, do it again. Second process is brushing your teeth. Of course, um, that's what most of the people do. That's to me, it's only the second process. You need a soft, good brush and toothpaste. Um, and you have to brush at least for two minutes to four minutes to do that, to do effective brushing. Uh, just a little bit of uh, anatomy of a tooth structure here. A tooth has five reachable surfaces. Remember, the brushing only takes care of the top, the front, and the back of the tooth. It cannot access effectively the sides of the tooth. And we're going to talk about later in a minute about that. Okay. Um, which is uh, the third step, um, and I call it interdental hygiene or flossing. Um, as I said, uh, brushing cannot access effectively the size of the teeth uh, of, the, uh, of the tooth, and um, so you have to use a dental floss or an interdental brush, a foxy brush, to clean the space between the two teeth. Max, I'm just going to interrupt you slightly, just to say I want you to mention all of the processes and we're getting a bit short on time okay sure so sure. go through them all please okay the fourth one is a uh, scaling i call it do it your scaling using the rubber tip i mentioned to you a minute ago and the fifth one is the final brushing uh, and i do the final brushing or rather i recommend the final brushing using electric brush because electric brushes are 50 percent more effective than a manual brush and the sixth Tap is the tongue scraping by uh, using the uh, uh, scraper I mentioned to you earlier. And the last step is um, gum massaging and final rinse. Um, and you know you you can you can do simply with your with your finger, massage it, and and use a, a mouthwash which you do you make yourself using uh, essential oil um, to complete the process. Now, okay, these you... are my seven steps. Excellent. When people want to know more, as they will, about these steps and also the tools, all of this is described in your book, isn't it? Yes, indeed. Um, I've devoted you know, a whole big chapter just, to, just for the process, uh, uh, not only the tools step, but also the technique, because we didn't talk about the technique. You know? There are effective techniques and there are techniques people think are effective. Uh, so if you do it effectively, brushing, scrapping, then you will get more out of it. Right. Now, this has been very clear and very helpful. So we're now going to take the break, as we always do. 
and we'll, but we will be coming back. This is Dr. Gordon Atherley, and my guest is Max Haroon. You're listening to Family Caregivers Unite on the Voice America Variety and Empowerment Channels and CJMP 90.1 FM Community Radio. Please stay with us. We're coming back. Listen for Trust Across America every week on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in as the show is often hosted by national experts in the fields of leadership, teamwork, management, corporate responsibility, accounting, governance, finance, organizational behavior, and sustainability, as well as companies that are applying strategies that are enabling them to be more trustworthy. Your hosts are trusted professionals with years of experience in applying strategies with today's leading organizations. Trust Across America is heard Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. What if there was a radio show that could demonstrate how we can cut your taxes in half without diminishing needed government services? One that could explain how to create tens of millions of jobs at no cost to taxpayers, as well as fantastic yet easily affordable health care. Side effects include cutting crime rates nationwide, providing better education for our children, international peace and harmony, and protecting your private, personal data from government intrusion. Tune in to Libertarians Working for You with Arvind Vora, weekdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. You are listening to Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley. If you have any questions or comments about our program, please address them by email to doc. G at FamilyCaregiversUnite.org. Now, back to Family Caregivers Unite. Welcome back to our listeners to Family Caregivers Unite and Max Haroon. Our topic is holistic health for a healthy mouth and body. Now, Max, let's talk about the ways in which you want to do more to promote and to see others do more to promote the holistic approach to mouth and dental health. So, first question, what more do you want to do and in what way do you want to do those things to promote the holistic approach? Max? Okay, um, before I address this question, Gordon, uh, I would like to remind our listeners <laughs> that I'm not a dental practitioner and I have no axe to drive. However... As a social entrepreneur, I'm very much interested in educating public. Right. As a matter of fact, the objective of establishing the transformation, Life Transformation Institute was just that. So anyway, here are a few ideas, um, or rather a few ways I I do promote uh, this education. The first one, of course, the book. Publishing the book... um, um, like like in your situation, it was the book which made you host me. So the book is helping me to propagate this knowledge. Second thing is that uh, I like getting like to get the book in the hands of holistic practitioner, not only the dentist but other healers and practitioners as well. Which actually uh, I found that is working because. Uh, um, 
I, I, I went to a, a, a health conference and I was surprised that, you know, some other people who are not even practitioners, they were interested in my book. Third one is I like to distribute the books to the retail outlets, uh, online outlets, um, just to let you know the book is also available not on Amazon, but it's also available on the Kindle platform. And the fourth one, um, I like to go around giving talks to the community organization, senior homes, churches. Um, you know, um, I would love to give a talk to any listener who wish to invite me to do so. Uh, I'm always looking for opportunities to do that. Very good. I now, also like to. Sorry. I was going to say, I want to take you to the next question because I want to make sure we get all these questions in. Max, <laughs> in what ways do you want to see others promote the holistic approach to mouth and dental health? And who are these others that you would like to see doing this work? Max? Okay. Um, on, on, for that, let me give some, you some, some good news and the bad news, too. <laughs> the good news is that there are some holistic medical and dental organizations who already are promoting and educating the practitioners. Now, let me just name a few so uh, you might be familiar with them. Uh, the first one is the International Academy of Oral Medicine and Toxicology. Um, they are science-based uh, biological dentistry organization. Um, the second one is the American Academy for Oral, oral Systematic Health. Um, um, uh, they're an organization of healthcare leaders and health professionals uh, dedicated to the relationship with oral and full body health. Um, third one is the International Academy of Biological Dentistry and Medicine. And there are also various dental associations, uh, uh, holistic dental associations uh, around the world. Um, there's also a dental uh, Clearance center directly available uh, over the net too. Um, there are also excellent educational videos on the internet about dental education and about mercury filling. I've listed them as appendix uh, on uh, in my book. Uh, now, who are these others? Um, um, and that and these others are some, somehow a bad news. They are dental practitioners and their association, dental colleges. Uh, the bad news is that I'm really disappointed that the Canadian Dental Association is not taking mercury filling seriously uh, like many other European countries have done so. However, um, they do acknowledge two things. I'd like to uh, record it here. The one is that they, they do acknowledge the mercury filling gas out. So it's not a stable element and, and there is a, a vapor release. Uh, according to them, it's so minute, so it doesn't really matter. But I think it's a serious issue. The second, second thing is that after a long time, the dental association and the dentists have accepted that many diseases like cardiovascular are caused by gum disease. So I think we are moving, but not moving far enough to move into banning entirely the mercury feelings and adopt some of the holistic uh, healing 
practices and the terms of Yes, very good. Now, what I'm hearing you say is that overall, the idea of the holistic approach to mouth and dental health is actually making progress. You've named several organizations. The work that you do is is being accepted. But you also are saying to us there are areas in which there are disagreements and those remain to be resolved. Um, True. Is it, is that a fair summary of what you want of what you've just said? Well, um, I think I think my, my my I will be a happy camper if the American Dental Association and the Canadian Dental Association come out just like the pharmaceutical industry has come out with some some of their prescription drugs saying yes we acknowledge they're bad for you we're going to withdraw them. I think. Right. I think our associations should do exactly the same thing. They know they should really ban future mercury feelings. Fair enough. Now, my very last question for you, and it's a pity that it has to be the last, but it does. I want to know what your message is for family caregivers who are teaching their young children to care for their teeth. What's your message for them? You know, children's dental health is at alarming state at the moment. Uh, consider, let me give you two, two, two things to consider. By the age of two, nearly half the children have cavities. Do you believe that? By age 17, 78% of young people have had a cavity. And 7% of those have lost at least one permanent tooth by age of 17. It's really alarming, you know. Um, now, although we are not focusing on adults, but I just want to give you some ideas about what's happening with adults uh, as well. Uh, in 2004, the total mercury sold for amalgam feeling was 30 tons in North America really alarming. Only 40% of the population receive dental care, and 98% of population need it. This is both across, you know, uh, USA as well as Canada. Unfortunately, 60% do not have the money or desire to see a dentist. One third of Canadians, although we have, a, you know, a national health uh, program or OHIP in Ontario, one third of and it's and, and dental health dental treatment does not cover that by the way, and one third of Canadians do not have dental insurance, according to Health Canada. Um, among adults between age 35 and 44. 70% have lost at least one permanent tooth. Max, I'm and just going to so inter you know? interrupt you only yeah. because time's running out and I want to talk you to focus now just on the young children on right. what family okay. caregivers should be doing to teach them. Just very quickly, Max. Sure, sure. Okay, I got, I got four messages for them. Please. For, for, for young children, see, for caregivers too. The first one, um, the caregivers should educate children about dental hygiene. Uh, um, 
You can invite uh, people to give talk, educate them if you can't do that. Uh, you can you educate them about a healthy diet and nutrition. The whole idea about education is that we start them young. You know, it will be a part of the lifestyle. Right. And third one is that uh, they should really go uh, to start them off with a holistic dentist and holistic hygienist. Right. Very powerful. Now, we do unfortunately have to stop now, but I want to say thank you to Max um, for all of this, because what you're alerting to us, to us is a challenge that we face as a society in North America, which is for people, particularly who can't afford dental care, who, who for one reason or another don't receive it, and yet who are at risk of some pretty bad things in their mouth and their health generally. And what I'm getting from you is this, that holistic approach is a prevention approach, which is something that you've looked at very thoroughly and you think is important for all of us caring for our teeth. But I think you're stressing it especially for as something that young children should learn about and be informed about. So I want to say thank you very much for this clear message, for your insights and, and your advice. I want to wish you all success in your work. And I hope that we'll get another opportunity to talk about the further progress that you're making. I want to say thank you to our listeners. We'd like to hear your comments on this episode. And from our listeners, I'd like to hear about ideas for topics, or if you're interested in being a guest on the show. Our next episode will be Why Donate Organs and Tissues and Blood? Please join us, same time, same spot on the internet. Meet you then. Thank you again for joining us this week for Family Caregivers Unite with your host, Dr. Gordon Atherley. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. And until then, we hope our program will help make the coming week easier and more hopeful. And I do appreciate you being Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 